Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I hope you are having a fantastic day. If you are listening to this in real time, happy November. Just a couple months left in 2016, hard to believe. And I am, as you listen, getting ready for Ascend, the first ever immersion weekend for Primal Potential, helping people really transform. And I thought I would do again what I did the other day and share with you one of my Fat Loss Fast Track webinars from, oh, last spring. And this is another webinar that was with my veteran group, which means they have been through more than one Fat Loss Fast Track. So in the first 12 weeks of the Fat Loss Fast Track, we are focusing on building a rock-solid foundation, primarily of mindset and nutrition, right? And then... For folks who continue on and want to go through a second or a third or a fourth round of the Fat Loss Fast Track, we focus on more mindset, more consistency, more really getting to the root of the true things. Once we have that solid foundation, we can go a bit deeper. And so this is that. So you'll notice the sound quality isn't quite the same because this is on a webinar and I've just taken the audio and I've edited out the first part where I kind of go through the wins of the group for the week and things that have happened inside our private Facebook group. Um, you'll notice that I refer to, oh my gosh, did you see what just happened on my computer? Because <laughs> my screen started blinking. So you'll be like, what is she talking about? Um, and you'll you'll notice that a couple times I'll say, oh, so-and-so says, because some of them are commenting while I was doing this uh, doing this live webinar, much more casual tone to these because I know these folks. We've worked together for a long time and we have these webinars every single week. So we just try to have a really great time with it. So it will seem a little bit more casual and maybe even a little bit more in your face, direct and strong than the podcast does. Because again, I have a longstanding working relationship with these people and, and they're able to interact with me when I say things that might you might hear and go, Whoa. And you'll notice that I misspeak a couple times. A few minutes in, I say something and you'll think, I think she meant to say the opposite. And you're right, that happens. But this presentation that I'm sharing with you is about values and principles, figuring out what you really want. Because what I have found is that when people, and this is true of myself, and when I struggled wanting to lose weight but not doing the work, the reason that that is the case for so many people is because what we do is not aligned with what we want. And more often than not, we think we know what we want, but that's not really it. For me, I always thought that my goal was just to be smaller, right? To have smaller thighs, to have a smaller butt, to have smaller arms and all, like wear smaller clothes. And when I realized 
That's not really what I'm after. Yes, that would be wonderful, but that's not the primary objective of my life. So I talk through how to really figure out what you want most, how to ask yourself those tough questions, and then to recognize when there is this discord between what we want and what we do or what we want and what we say, or what we do and what we think, anytime there is this lack of alignment between those things, what we want most, what we do, what we say, how we feel, we feel discord, tension. And so that is what I am walking through my clients through in this presentation. I hope you really enjoy it. Again, the tone is a little bit more casual. The audio isn't quite as good. And every once in a while, you'll hear me refer to a client who's commenting. Um, But I thought it would be really fun to share this with you to give you a little bit of insight into what happens after the first 12 weeks of the Fat Loss Fast Track for those who continue on. And also because I am head down grinding to make Ascend the most transformational weekend for the ladies who will be joining me there. I know, fellas, this event is ladies only, but I will do something special for you guys soon because Primal Potential is not just about the ladies. It's not even just about the grown-ups. It's about everybody. So I hope you enjoy this episode. I'll talk with you guys soon. Have a really wonderful day. Speaking of moving on, let's do that. Today, we are talking about values and principles. If you haven't noticed, I think it's so important to like have a sense of humor with yourself. We're all going to show our ass at times, like literally or not. And it's life. It's funny. It's a journey. Don't make it crappy. Don't make it suck. Enjoy the process because it's not that big of a deal. And the more negative you get about it, the less likely you are to make progress, period. I'm sure about it. The crappier your attitude, the slower your results. I promise. The more fun you have with it, the more joyful you are about it, the more grateful you are for it, the faster you'll get results. So today I want to talk about values and principles. And honestly, this could have been our first lesson. It could be the last lesson. It could be the first lesson every single week. This is so major. And it's an area where it started from some work I was doing with some one-on-one clients, where initially with these one-on-one clients, um, we would start out focusing on on food and focusing on, okay, let's get tracking and let's do fat loss breakfast, just like you guys did in, in whether you first started working with me or in the initial fat loss fast track that you went through whenever that was. We start with a lot of this sort of like big rock foundational stuff. I don't initially start out going to the deeper level with people because initially a lot of people aren't, aren't ready and willing to go there and that's totally fine. So we establish some of the foundation and then we look and go, You want to know why your foundation isn't steady and even and level and strong? It's because of this other stuff. So let's now do the work with the other stuff. And this really comes down to our overarching, whoa, did you guys see that? That was weird. My computer just like freaked out for a second. But this comes down to our overarching values and principles. And I was reading a book about writing, actually. If you're not a writer, I don't think you need to make the time for this book necessarily because it's about how to write. Um, But one of the things that she talks about, and in this case, she was talking about it in terms of like writer's block, but I think it is so freaking true of whatever our goal is with our relationship with food or our relationship with our body or our rate of fat loss. She said in this book, it's called Bird by Bird, um, the Gulf Stream will flow through a straw. 
provided the straw is aligned with the Gulf Stream and not at cross purposes with it. So basically, she's talking about this huge body of water that is so powerful. But you know what's even more powerful than what she says here? The opposite. Okay, what's not said here to me is what is even more powerful than what is said. So bear with me, okay, because I want you to really understand what I'm about to say, because I think if you do, it'll really shed a lot of light on why we struggle and why we don't get the results we want when we want them or why we make choices that we're not proud of. So just bear with me for one second. Put away the Facebook, put away the basket of laundry or whatever it else is that you're doing. What is more powerful than this, which I think is very powerful, is what's not said. And what's not said here is that the Gulf Stream will not flow through a straw if the straw is at cross purposes with it. So you have this body of water and it's strong and it's powerful, but you cannot get it to flow through a straw if the straw is at cross purposes with it, right? That's so powerful. And that is why I find that a lot of people aren't making progress the way they want to make progress because the Gulf Stream is their rate of progress, their rate of growth in life, their happiness, their joy. And if their actions are at cross purposes with their values, with their principles, there's no flow. But when we line up those things, Anything can flow through. And too many times we are at cross purposes with ourselves. There is not an alignment between what we really want, what matters most to us, and the things that we are doing. And that is what this week is all about. And honestly, to me, that's what life is all about. Christy just said, I love this so much. I do too. And I'm really glad that you do, Christy, because I think that when you get this, you know, this is one of those things where some, for some people, they have to kind of marinate on it a little bit. And that's totally fine. I've obviously had the time to do that because as I read, as I walk, as I do different things, I, I, you know, kind of synthesize these thoughts. And I know that sometimes it takes a little bit longer for some people, but this is so major. This is really why a lot of people are not seeing the results they want to do or they want to see. So what I want you to really think about, is there alignment between these four things? Is there alignment? And maybe you need to write this down and give it some thought as you go through the week or even choice by choice. Ask yourself. In this moment, or overall in my life, or overall this week, or overall in this journey, am I at cross purposes with myself, or is there alignment between what I'm thinking, what I'm saying, what I'm doing, and what I want? I'll give you an example. I'm going to take this backwards. What I want is to be happy no matter what is going on around me, to choose happiness, to realize that life might be overwhelming, but I don't need to be overwhelmed. What I want is to be strong and confident and proud of myself, proud of my work all of the time, all of the time. That is not about the size of my pants or the way I look naked that is about the way I think. So what I want is to be happy and to choose to be happy, even when things are overwhelming, to not choose to be overwhelmed by them, 
right? To understand there can be all of this chaos outside of me, but not allow chaos inside of me. To feel confident, to feel proud of myself, to feel like I love who I am and what I am. That's what I want, okay? Now, when I go through the day, are my thoughts and my words and my actions aligned with that? I will tell you this, when they are not, I don't feel very good. That's when I feel stressed or anxious or sad or frustrated or defeated or not confident, okay? So for you, what is it that you want? And then as you go through the day, I promise you, when you find yourself stressed, feeling defeated, frustrated, anxious, overwhelmed, whatever, I bet you that you are at cross purposes with yourself, that there is not alignment between what you want, what you do, what you think, and what you say. And when there is, you feel peaceful. You make progress. You feel happy. You feel confident. Christy says, oh no, the first three are in alignment, but not with what I want. Practice. Recognize. So in that case, sometimes what we'll see is you're thinking that you're frustrated and you're thinking that you don't look good, that you don't like the way you feel, you don't like the way you look, you don't like the way your clothes fit. And then your words reflect that. And you're talking about how you don't feel very good and you just kind of feel frumpy. And so then what you do, your body language, your food choices, right, reflect that. And that is at cross purposes with what you want because what you want is to feel amazing. And so the result when you don't have this alignment, like Christy said, the first three are aligned but not with the fourth. You feel down. You feel frustrated, right? You feel really frustrated. Oh, and Christy just said, it's actually Anne. Christy sent me her link and I didn't receive it in an email. <laughs> so I'm seeing her name is Christy, but it's actually Anne. Got it. I'll try to remember that, but no guarantees. All right. So as we go through, we can assess this now in general, but we can also do it moment by moment, especially when we are feeling something other than how we feel. 99% of the time it's going to be because one of these things is out of whack. One of these things is not aligned. And if you can catch yourself and say, okay, what do I want? And then align your thoughts and your words and your actions with that thing, you will feel better and everything will flow, including your results and your progress. So the first part of this that's really so critical and a big part of this week's challenge in defining your values is what do you want? What do you want? There was a time, and it was not that long ago, and I think I've told you guys this story. I was at a conference. I'm sort of like I... Oh, I wish this was five years ago. It wasn't. It was like th two and a half or three years ago, way too recently for me, for me to be like proud of this story, but it happened. It's real. I was at this conference and I am, believe it or not, kind of a wallflower. I don't like to speak up. I don't like to, you know, like draw attention to myself at all. I really prefer to sort of like fly under the radar and whatever. So I'm in the last row, in the last seat. And this guy is talking about mindset stuff. And I'm just like freaking irritated because he was talking about 
like basically not arguing for your limitations. And at some point he was like, I said something, I asked some question. I didn't understand something about, he was saying we need to accept ourselves as we are. And I was like, well, how do we do that and still want to change? And he was like, well, what do you want to change? And I was like, my body, right? Like I'm too big. And he was like, well, why? And, and I couldn't answer the why. And, and I think that in hindsight, if I had been him, I would have asked slightly different questions, which is funny because my next slide says why, but I'll explain. Um, and he kept saying why, and he kept saying why, and I was just getting increasingly irritated, and I kind of am a fiery personality, if you haven't noticed. And so I stood up in the back of the room, and I like grabbed my my thighs, like the outside of my thighs, and I was like, this is why, <laughs> in a room full of people. Um, but the reality is, I was wrong. I was wrong. My thighs were not my why. I thought that what I wanted was to be smaller, was to be thin, and was to be fit. And I wondered, I was so confused as to why I could want that so badly and feel like that was so important to me and not do the work. Honestly, that would keep me up at night. That would make me cry. Going years back, I didn't understand how like the thing that I thought was most important in my life was to lose the weight. I mean, from like a really young age, I honestly believed that that was what was most important to me. That was my why to be thin, to not have a weight problem anymore. I thought that was what I wanted, but it wasn't. And so if your first thought with what do you want is to be a certain size, to lose a certain number of weight, to have your body look a certain way, that's not... That's not the true answer. And, I, and I've said this to you guys before that I know that makes a lot of people uncomfortable. And that's why I want you to ask yourself, why? But when he was asking why in this conference, he wasn't really explaining what he meant. And so I was just like, because of my thighs, because I'm too big, because I'm fat, because I need to lose weight. But the question is really, what is that going to give to you? Why do you want it? Why is it that you think that is so important? What do you stand to gain from that? And as I really evaluated that more on my own, what I realized is that I wasn't truly grasping the why, which was I believed that if I lost a certain amount of weight, I would be loved by everyone around me and feel confident and proud of myself. So that was really my goal, to feel loved and confident and proud. Now, to feel loved by everyone around me has nothing to do with my size, and to feel confident and proud has nothing to do with my size. So when I realized that, I was able to start figuring out what do I need to do to build my confidence? What do I need to do to feel proud of myself? And it took care of so many of the other things. I was no longer at cross purposes thinking that it was about my thighs, that it was about my waist, that it was about my calves, that it was about my chin or my arms. No, no, no. When I realized that my why, which turns out to be one of my values, is to be a confident and proud woman. 
then I could do things that made me feel confident and proud. And when I felt confident and proud, I was no longer at cross purposes with myself, my food choices. I naturally started to take better care of myself and respect myself more. Let me hear from you guys and just let me know if that is making sense to you. If you understand what I am saying related to getting to really what you want. So many times when we think it's just about weight loss, we are at cross purposes because it's really not. It is about what you think you will get. Amber says it makes sense, but it seems almost impossible. It's not even a little bit impossible. It is 100% possible when you figure that out. And I want to help you, Amber, figure that out. There is absolutely nothing even remotely impossible about it. Wanda says, totally. Um, Val says, yes, and it is uncomfortable. It, it is. It is. Um, it definitely is because it made me really angry in that moment to be like, it's my freaking thighs, okay? It's my legs. It's my lower body. That's my issue. But it wasn't. And if I wish that at that time he had been able to guide me to what I thought I would gain, and then, every, and then it would have been like, oh, so then how do I get this other thing? And when I get this other thing... Everything else falls into line because all of a sudden I respect myself and I enjoy my life more and I don't want to trash it. I don't want to trash it. Deanna wants to know how do you get there? By asking yourself these questions, Deanna, uh, Deanna, that I'm guiding you through right now. What do you want? Why do you want it? When you keep asking why, I'm going to give you some examples in a few minutes, that will take you. That's why I'm telling you to ask yourself when you say, this is what I want, what does that represent? What do you think will be different about your life when you achieve that thing? And that is the, the value. That is what you're trying to get at. And then it's about figuring out how to get that for yourself. Christy, so I don't know if this is Christy, Christy, or Anne. Oh, she says this is the real Christy. Thank you, the real Christy. She says, I need to change my why. My first impulse is to be loved. No. And then she says, but that depends on others. Need to reframe. You don't need to change that. What you need to do is how do I make myself feel loved, right? It can't come from other people, but it can still be to feel loved, understanding that that comes from you. Wanda says, it's very hard to be brutally honest with yourself. It is, but the alternative is to lie and be unhappy or to lie and be unfulfilled. And I know nobody here wants to be unhappy because you wouldn't be here if you did. Nicole says, it's hard to tell yourself the truth, but then what's the alternative? Going through life numb, been there, done that. Exactly, Nicole. We are totally saying the same thing, the same thing. Jennifer says, so true. I almost posted about this today. So the first question is, what do you want and why? The second is, who do you want to be? Who do you want to be? And then why? So I've talked to you guys before about how I visualize and how it started for me was basically, if I could have Elizabeth be whoever and whatever, because I kind of can, right? It's just a question of, am I willing to do what it takes to create that? Um, who do you want to be? Christy or Wanda or Anne or Nicole? Who do you want to be? And this is part of really defining what it is you want. I know for me, I want to be happy 
independent of what is going on around me. I want to become independent of what is going on around me. I want to be confident no matter what my body is or is not physically capable of. I want to take impeccable care of myself every single day without exception and understand that every single day that will look different and that is okay. I want to be patient with myself and everybody around me. Why? Why do I want to be patient with everybody in my life, including myself? Because then there's more peace in my life. Well, why do I want more peace in my life? Why do I want to be more peaceful? Because it feels better to be calm than to be anxious all the time. And I've lived the majority of my life feeling anxious or unsettled almost 100% of the time. And I'm done with that because life is actually really, really good. And I'm willing to be brutally honest with myself. See, when I thought it was about weight loss and I thought that I had to lose weight in order to have people around me accept me, I felt like I was always auditioning. And I would get really anxious about what I would wear when I would go out, whether I was a kid or whether I was a grown up, because I felt like I was auditioning for approval and for acceptance. And there was no weight. It didn't matter if I had been losing weight or gaining weight. I never felt good enough. I always felt like I was auditioning and that sucked. So then it comes down to, well, what do I really want? I want to feel comfortable and I want to feel accepted. Well, dude, that starts with me. So what do I need to do to work on accepting myself? And when you do that, you're not at cross purposes. And for those of you who are saying it's hard or it's uncomfortable, it is. But the only way to really get all that you can get out of life is to stop being at cross purposes. So you can be easy and at cross purposes and unhappy and not getting results, or you can do some hard work up front for all the benefits afterwards and no longer be at cross purposes with yourself and get the results that you want. Jennifer says, there's a lot of pressure to be rah, rah, rah and be healthy and look good naked, but who set those standards anyway? It can't be the main goal. I think I always struggled with food because I knew that once I got to the goal, it wouldn't be enough. I don't think, I agree with you, Jennifer, and I don't think there's anything wrong with having a goal to be healthy and look good naked, but if you base that all on what happens with your body without really doing the true work of how you think, then you'll always move the goal. I was talking to one of my clients earlier and I was like, you realize that you've lost like 40 pounds and you still are at issue with your thighs and your butt. You always will be, even if you lose 20 more pounds until you deal with the crap in your head. And you know, just to just to be authentic with you guys, because I know a lot of you are feeling like this is hard. It's been hard for me too. And I will share with you guys one of the hard things that I had to learn about myself in a very hard way. Um, and it's funny because I know a lot of you guys were asking me about the Dr. Oz article and things like that. Um, and that, and that interview kind of happened quite a long time ago. And then very recently, um, they ha had to jump through all sorts of hoops to figure out how to refer to my then husband, which I think is what they said and, and, um, where I live now and how old I am now and all those sorts of things. But one of the things I had to learn the hard way in this process, and it's very much related to what Jennifer is saying about if your goal is to look good naked, then you won't be happy once you get there. Like you'll always move it down the field. What my ex-husband 
used to say to me often and get very frustrated with me about is the fact that I was always moving the goal line. And I know that I didn't do the work in my financial goals that I did in my health goals. And what I mean by that is I treated my financial goals like a lot of people treat their weight loss goals. Like it was about a number. It wasn't about what do I really want and why and how do we achieve that? It was like, first we have to pay off this. Then we have to save this amount of money. And then we have to invest this amount of money. Um, And what he said was, you set this goal and initially it was get out of debt. And then it was save this amount of money. And then it was, and then it was, and then it was. He said, you set these goals. And as soon as you get there, you throw the marker further down the field. And so you never get there. And that is why when we don't do the work to really understand who we want to be, how we want to be, and what we want out of life, we will always be dissatisfied. So if it is about the size of your pants, which is what my weight goal really was until I realized I was completely at cross purposes with myself and had to do an about face because I was struggling for 25 years, that is when we are at cross purposes. It's not about some arbitrary weight loss goal and it's not about the number in your genes and it's not about a certain amount of money in savings or a certain amount of debt eliminated. It is about who you want to be and what you want and why. So who do you want to be? I shared with you guys that in my exercise of visualization, I thought about if Elizabeth can be anybody, who is that? And what does that look like? And that is how I started to define my values. What does that mean? Right? And Jennifer just said, yes, thank you, related to kind of like moving the marker down the field. That's what happens when we shoot for a size goal or a weight loss goal or something like that. It's not that it's a bad thing, but it's not the true purpose. And I understand if you're resistant to that right now or it makes you uncomfortable because I was too, but I'm trying to help you break through to no longer be at cross purposes with yourself. So I shared with you guys a few weeks ago that. Every day, I try to replicate what it is and who it is that I want to be through my choices. I might not be there yet, but when I say, who do I want to be and can I do those things today, that is the power, right? So the common disconnects that I see with people is that you don't know what you really want. So you think, just like I did, that it's about the number on the scale or the size in your genes. And that's why I really want you to do the work of like, well, why? Why do I think my life will be different then? What do I think I will have then that I don't have now? One of the common answers there is confidence or peace of mind or freedom from food obsession. Well, then that is the thing that you have to go after. What can I do today to be less obsessed over food? What can I do today to create confidence? The common disconnect is not knowing what you really want or not knowing who you really want to be, right? So I really want you to spend some time with those questions. You have to align what you want with who you are with what you do. That is how you get results. That is how you get results. Jennifer just said, I've always accused of always going to be perfect, uh, always going to be searching. And this is perfect. I love this. I have been accused of that too. Not only have I been accused of that, Jennifer, I've been guilty of that. Um, and I think I added about 20 years to my journey 
because I wasn't willing to listen to anybody who told me it's not about your weight. It's not about your weight. I was like, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. No, no, it wasn't. It never was. And it also was not about paying off debt. It was about my values and my principles, which I didn't define. And I added years and years and years to my journey because I wasn't honest with myself. Here's what's really interesting. We often know our values related to what we do, but not who we are. So most of us can really be very firm on who we are as a professional and our work ethic and our dedication and the attitude we bring to our work. And we're very, very comfortable with our values and our identity related to what we do, but not to who we are. And that is why so many people can be successful professionally and a total hot mess personally. And it's because you know your values related to what you do, but you don't know your values related to who you are. And that is what I want you to figure out. Christy, the real or the faked, I don't know, um, said, starting out with what I don't want to be. And looking, she says, afraid, tired, et cetera, and looking for the opposite. Can that lead me to figuring out some of what this is? She said it's the fake, which I guess means it's Anne. So Anne says, starting with what I don't want to be, afraid, tired, whatever, can that lead me to figuring some of that? It certainly can. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's true. Like, I don't want to be fat doesn't necessarily mean that what I do want is to be thin. So ask yourself, well, why do you not want to be afraid? How would your life be different if you weren't afraid? And I think that might be the better path to figuring it out instead of just assuming that the opposite um, is true. Jennifer says, the hair on my arms is standing up. I'm really, really glad because I think this is so powerful. So this week's challenge in part is what are your values? This is an ever going process. Like this isn't something that I think you're going to sit down for 10 minutes and be like, boom, my values. Look at that. There they are, right? Your values are what you consider most important. And I was working this through with one of my one-on-one clients um, over the past couple of weeks and her values were very, I I told her when I read them, I said, these seem really aggressive. And I don't, and what I mean by aggressive is like, right? Not like, taking on too much, but very like She-Ra, like, I'm going to take on the world and be super powerful. And I was like, and I'm not really sure that that's what your values are. Like, I don't think for one second that she doesn't want to like take over the world. But at the same time, I said to her, and this is a tough thing to consider, but I said to her, you know, we're not guaranteed another 50, 60 years on this planet. So if you found out you had a terminal diagnosis or your son had a terminal diagnosis or your husband had a terminal diagnosis, what would be most important to you, right? So I think that it's easy when we say, what are your values to be like, to be lean. Well, if you just got a terminal diagnosis, would you really be focused on being lean? You probably would be more focused on being joyful. And my argument is when you understand what is most important, say for you that's joyful, when you create more joy, you naturally take better care of yourself. So if your initial thing, what do you consider important to be really strong? Okay, well, if you got this terminal diagnosis, would you be thinking about how important it is to get to the gym to increase your max lift before you die? But 
when you really think about like, no, I want to be more mindful in my time with my family. Well, maybe you would slow down the rat race in your life and you would enjoy things more and you would make time for things you enjoy. And if that includes getting to the gym, then you would naturally get stronger. Does that make sense? Jennifer says, I spent a lot of time focusing on what I don't like or what I don't want. It's like being in prison because it's focusing on the negative. And I totally agree. We move towards what we focus on. And if we focus on what we don't want, we move in that direction. So understand that it's okay if you feel like you're kind of struggling with this value stuff. This is big stuff. But the goal is to no longer be at cross purposes with yourself so that everything gets easier. I've really kind of already hit this one home, but the problem with healthy weight being a value is that it doesn't really get to why. Like, why is that important? Why do you think your life will improve when you're wearing a certain size? That is really what you want to get at. For me, what I found is that it was about confidence. And confidence, I could be the tiniest thing in the world, but if I haven't done the mental work, I'm not going to be confident. There are a lot of people who can't possibly get leaner and have no confidence at all. So you have to ask this question, why is this important to me? Why do I think my life will be better or I will be happier when I have achieved this thing? So Tools posted this and I thought it would be a good good way to kind of work through some of these things. She said she's so excited about this week's challenge and the picture below is what she wrote in her journal uh, at the beginning of the veteran track and she wants to know if these would qualify as her values. So over on the right side, she says, my big why. I want to participate in my own life. Okay, so the question there is why? How will your life be different? How will you be different? What will it add to your life, to your experience of the things around you if you participate more? When you work through those questions, I think you're more likely to come upon a value. I want to serve. Why? What will that do for you or your experience of this life? That, I think, can help you form that as a value. I want to blow my mind. Why? Why? What will you feel differently or experience differently, right? All of the time we have to be saying, what will this change for me, for my life, for my experience of life? And that brings you to your values. Then the next thing is your principles. And I really don't want you to create this big, long litany of values or principles. I want you to have maybe three to five of each max. Because when you have more than that, it's kind of like affirmations. They just become vacant and like a checklist kind of thing. But these are like your guiding lights, your beacons. And you don't have to have a million of them. You shouldn't have a million of them. What are your principles? And your principles are what connect your values to action. So if I say that I value confidence, then what are the actions that I take to bring that value into my daily life? One of them is I don't put myself down, right? I don't put myself down. And that's something I still work on because I have 33 years of making self-deprecating jokes. That's just, that was my defense mechanism for most of my life. And I still, you guys probably hear me do it a lot. Like a lot of people called me out on it in the podcast when I was playfully calling my sister the gazelle and I'm the hippo. Um, or when I joke with Nathan and call myself hippopotamus. Um, like, yes, that's with a B, not a P. Um, but it doesn't mean I'm perfect. But one of my principles is that I speak kindly about myself. And if I don't have anything nice to say about the way I look or my hair or my clothes or my body, I don't say anything at all. 
because confidence is one of my values because I know that that was something driving my passion for weight loss for my whole life. So as you work through this, what are some things that you can put in as sort of guidelines that connect your values, what's important to you, to what you do, what you choose, how you act on a daily basis? And then bringing this to real life. As you make choices, choices for the week, choices for the day, choices in a moment, do your choices reflect your values? For me, when I make jokes about myself, that doesn't reflect my values. But I have to catch myself in the moment and be like, E, you you value confidence. So you cannot, that is being at cross purposes with myself, right? I'm not going to feel good if I value confidence and then I make jokes about myself, right? And your value might not be confidence. So that might not be one of your things, but I'm just giving you an example there. One of my values is to be peaceful regardless of whether things around me are peaceful. So when I get all bent out of shape, I'm at cross purposes with myself. So no wonder I burst into tears because I'm at cross purposes. So as I go through the day, is this going to make me feel more peaceful today? Stopping my work when I really couldn't afford to stop my work to go to the gym That is a choice that's totally reflecting my values because the world around me was totally chaotic and I needed to create some space. So letting the work not get done, sorry to those of you that I haven't responded to your email yet, that's why, and I won't tonight, I won't until tomorrow, um, because I made a choice that reflected my values by stepping away to go to the gym and then go for a walk and then quite frankly, sit on my butt for two hours to just decompress because I needed to do that. Is your straw aligned? As you go through your choices, think about the Gulf Stream and the straw, understanding that not only can a body of water so powerful flow through a straw if it's properly aligned, a body of water so powerful cannot even flow through a straw if it's not properly aligned. If today, and you can ask yourself this every single day, if you live today aligned with your values and your principles, what would that look like? And you can even begin your morning by writing this out. If today was perfectly aligned with my values and my principles, what would I look like? And then am I willing to do those things just for today? Am I willing to live that way just for today? What would that look like? What would those choices look like? What would that look like for you to do for the rest of tonight? I'll tell you for me what it means is not getting back onto email I'll upload this. I'll put it on Vimeo. I'll change the settings. I'll send you guys an email. I'll post it in a Facebook group and I won't do any more work. It would be at cross purposes with my values to dive back into email or back into the Facebook groups and get myself all kind of revved up again and then have trouble falling to sleep. So that's what it would look like for me tonight. But what would it look like for you to be aligned with what matters to you for the rest of tonight? And then as you go through and you respond to frustrations or temptations or food choices or crappy moods, how would you respond if you were to respond in a way that was aligned with your values and your principles? And are you willing to do that just once? So the challenge for this week is to define your values and your principles and then bring them to your choices. Reflect on them and say, does this reflect what's most important to me? Am I at cross purposes with myself? Is there alignment between who I want to be, what I'm doing, what I'm thinking, and what I'm saying? And if I'm not happy, if I don't feel like I'm making progress, if I'm frustrated, if I'm sad, if I'm disappointed, if I'm angry, what is misaligned? And how can you bring it back into alignment? 
Are you ready to move beyond listening and learning and really change your life? Really live into your highest potential instead of just wishing for it and hoping something clicks? I want to do that with you. And that's why this fall, I'm hosting the first ever Primal Potential Women's Transformation Weekend, Ascend, in downtown Nashville, Tennessee, November 3rd through the 5th. It will be a small group, but you can get your ticket and learn all the details at primalpotential.com forward slash ascend or by listening to episode 203 of the Primal Potential podcast. Here's what I know. Ascend will change your life and I would love to have you join me. See you this fall.